Well, we're, we're both uh, wearing red. <laughs> hello, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I am the blind blogger, Maxwell Ivy, and this is another episode of What's Your Excuse, where we will challenge the excuses that are holding you back from accomplishing your big goals and dreams. And we will do that, or I will do that, by bringing you interviews with people who have overcome adversity or difficult life circumstances, experts who have actionable uh, suggestions and advice that have been tried in the real world, or just people who I happen to like, admire, and respect. So, and you can find the show and everything else about me at theblindblogger.net. And uh, today I'm having a really good friend of mine and of uh, Team Ivy, I guess you could could say. Um, His name is Joe Pardo, a.k.a. Super Joe. He is an award-winning business coach and podcast host, Best-selling author of Sales Won't Save Your Business, founder of the Mid-Atlantic Podcasting Conference, MapCon, now in his fifth year, host of an emerging television show called The Top, and he just started a new thing called 234 Threads, where he's looking to use uh, artwork in order to raise funds to provide training for people who are homeless or otherwise disadvantaged. So you can find Joe at superjoepardo.com. Hello, Joe, and, and welcome to What's Your Excuse? Max, I, I say super Max, I am so honored to be here with you. I'm so glad that you um, have decided to come back to podcasting in a big way. Uh, And, you know, I, that, I mean, that, that, that was one awesome intro. I'm so, it's a, it's, it, it amazes me that you remember all of these things, all this amount of things. Well, it helps that we've known each other for like three, four years now, and most of the stuff is stuff I repeat to myself or to other people when I'm talking about you. So it's easier than it would be with most any other guest. Oh, <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. And, and it's an honor to be a friend of yours and, and be on Team Maxwell. I, I, uh, I enjoy our regular conversations, Max. So this is, this is going to be a lot of fun. I do too. I do too. And I think it's fitting that we started with me pressing record while we were still talking. And as you told me before we started that in the background, there are kids toys and I appreciate you letting me know that. Cause that's like, that's like right in my wheelhouse. It's that's uh, definitely the, what's your excuse? Don't make any excuses brand on display there. So thank you. Um, and, and, and uh, I'm going to get, to my first question, I'm going to go a little out of order for me because I was recently given a, good, a great piece of advice by a past guest. She said, Max, if you're having trouble getting started, then ask the question you want to know the answer to most or that you think your audience wants to know the answer to most. So you just heard me introduce you and you got a lot of stuff going on. So uh, the first question I have is how the heck do you do it all? And feel free to say that you don't or that some things don't happen or give us some so a glimpse into how you managed to do all this stuff, Super Joe. I, I, you know, you, you told me you were going to ask me this question, <laughs> and, and here we are. Uh, I, 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 sometimes I, I don't even know, honestly, Max. I, um, you know, I, I, I've done a lot of thinking in the last few days about going back to like, three years ago, four years ago, four and a half years ago. I'm thinking like, how did I like pay the bills? And like, how how did I, how did I make all this work? And, and it's, you know, it just comes back to, you know, the passion to want to create the passion to want to help people, the passion to want to hold others up and, and help other people up the passion to, to want to be able to learn myself. I, you know, I, I, I'm as much of a student as, as anybody. I, I, I'm constantly trying and, and trying to reinvent and, and discover and, um, you know, curiosity. It just, it, 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 it's one of the driving forces of this. Um, another big driving force of trying to figure out like, okay, well, how do I, how do I navigate doing all this stuff? Cause like I have two kids. I mean, you can see if you, you know, if you're watching the videos, there's toys behind me. I'm in my, in my theater room here. Uh, and, and part of the reason I'm in the, in here is that I was out in the garage for like a month or so. It's just gotten too darn hot and too darn humid. So it's like, 
I, and I can't go upstairs to my office because my daughter, who's three, um, she just refuses to go to sleep. Uh, so when it's time to go to bed, so she comes running into my office, which is like literally the next door over. Uh, and, and I can't do these kinds of calls and these kinds of interviews. And I, it's hard to concentrate, uh, when trying to do this stuff. And it's hard to like keep my not anger face on. Right. Cause like, it, it <laughs> like it's cute at first and it's like, Oh, you know, but then she starts, starts talking and, and, and it's not just like kind of, Oh, she's in the background. She's watching and listening. Like she does that for a little bit. And then she starts the dad, 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 dad. And it's like, ah, like I, I want to make sure that um, I'm not doing anything to just to detract her from wanting to be interested and wanting to, you know, she does this the whole like, I'm working, I'm working. And she's like hitting the keyboard and stuff. And I'm like, please don't hit the keyboard. That's not how this works. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I, so I'm trying yeah. my best to uh, foster that, that sense of wonderment in her. But at the same time, it's like, I, I do have these calls to do. It's not just all yeah. like fun and games. So, I mean, with that said, this stuff is fun. I love it. I'm honored. Um, and, and I would love to just be able to do it regularly all the time, but it's not how this works. Right. So constantly just, you know, looking to, to optimize the amount of time I have, like waking up <coughs> early, um, going to bed late sometimes later than I'd like to, so I can wake up early. Um, you know, getting ideas like a lot of ideas happen like while i'm driving or in the shower excuse me in the shower while i'm working out or running like a lot of that's when a lot of the development time is like putting the pieces together and seeing like okay how does all this fit together and how do i make it all work together so trying to optimize but at the same time like trying to not burn out because uh there's been a couple of times and and I, and truthfully max like i'm like not teetering on it but i'm like at the edge of it like i'm at the edge looking down and like oh there's burnout and like i'm really close to the, like really close to this edge here i should probably back up um so just trying to fit it all and i'll, I'll feel better once we get past mapcon in september but of course it's only like two three months before map you know before mapcon kicks back in so and i you know and i have book ideas and things that, like there's so many things that just i want to get out of me and it's about the legacy that i want to leave behind um, you know, the people I get to help, the work I get to leave behind, uh, all, all that is what really is what really drives me to just like, okay, I'm, right. I'm looking down, the, looking over the edge. I'm seeing, yeah. seeing burnout. Uh, yeah. how do I just take like one step back and, and not stop what I'm doing, but maybe just slow it down a little bit. And we could talk a little bit more about slowing down things. Cause like there's plenty that I'm, I'm doing that, uh, you know, I've had to slow a little bit down on to make it so I don't get over the edge. All right. Well, it's, it sounds like it's a combination of curiosity, uh, desire to solve problems and a passion for what you're doing and the people that you want to serve. So those are all good things that can help people, and I appreciate you being honest about how sometimes you do get close to burnout because I think one of the things that many of us as online personalities do to the detriment of others coming along behind us is making it look too easy. Uh, you know, is, is, is not sharing the team we have behind us, not sharing the, the, uh, the, the days when we struggle or the days when we're like, do I even really want to do this anymore? So it's, I appreciate you sharing that. Um, I sometimes, you know, wonder if maybe I am a little, little too open in that area, but you know, I, it just feels like far too many people give up because they think it's supposed to be easier than it is. Well, I, you know, I wish we could be more open about it. You know, one of the things, um, you know, truthfully that, that really, uh, I feel kind of kind of stinks is is that like while I have this public persona and and this you know brand and all and but at the same time like there's Joe at the shop right at, at my family's repair shop that we're trying to build into a, a, a bigger uh, whether it's franchise or or um, co-op or something something that's bigger than what it, than the one shop that it is right now and. Uh, you know, there's, there's that Joe too. And there's that Joe that's in there in, in the grind five days a week. And, um, 
the you know I, I like it's not multiple personality syndrome or anything <laughs> like I'm the same person but but I feel like there's um I feel a like the demands on your time and energy there, well there is but I, I I'm not complaining about that part of it what I what I'm complaining about I guess complaining about <laughs> complaining <laughs> about is more about the the heaviness that comes with like even just talking about this now, right? Like I don't know who's going to listen to this. I mean, we've had people just recently, people reached out to me from two years ago that listened or three years ago when I was on your show before because of the TV show now. And like, I don't never had no idea who this person was, but apparently they've been following along for all this time. So you never know who's listening, whether it's somebody I know or somebody I don't know. And, you know, so it's like, you don't necessarily want to say something that, that, you know, paints anything in a negative light. I don't like to be a negative person, but, but you never, like sometimes you, you, you brush with a, a broad stroke. It just turns, it turns the moss, right? Like, yeah. So it's, it's, it's a balance. And, and I got to say that part of it, I think is, um, I think is maybe a little scary because like showing, you know, showing people online that you can be vulnerable is, is one thing, but showing people that you like, that you actively know that you can be vulnerable can be a whole nother thing. And I, and maybe it's just me being psyched out by myself because I'm <laughs> more worried about, I guess, what people think than what I probably should, but there's also a lot riding on what that, on that as well. So it, it, it's a constant struggle. Yeah, I, I can, I can, I'm going to say, I'm going to say that I can't really understand exactly what you're saying because for me i'm usually at the other end of the spectrum um trying to force myself to sometimes censor myself and write and write a post in a little bit more positive tone or use use maybe a different different expression than i would have if i'm just letting it rip on the keyboard or you know in behind the microphone so uh but it is a it is a constant balance some people are very comfortable sharing everything you've seen these people they go online, you know, you've seen these women, they go online with, with no makeup and their hair and curlers and they look like, you know, but they're proud of it. That's become part of their brand. And then you have other people like if they, if every little detail in their video field that people are going to see on the podcast isn't exactly right, then they can't press record. So it's a balancing act for everybody. I'm just on the other side of that, that seesaw from, from, from your side of it, but it is, it is difficult. Um, I appreciate you answering the question. I I did want to give you some notice about it because I wasn't sure exactly how comfortable it would be once you started. I hope I gave you. I hope I gave you an answer, Max. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You did in a way. Um, you know, you, I think that. I mean, what, do you, what, what do you want to know? The I think people watching. I think people watching this will know that you are a good guy trying to do try to do stuff to help other people, and some days you just you get caught up in the uh, in the different aspects of of your online and in-person personalities, you know, it's, it's a difficult thing. And of course, you know, when we talked last time, um, you were, you were not involved in your family's business at all. It was strictly the podcasting and the business coaching and your writing. But um, I've been part of a family business and I know that no matter how much you believe in what you're doing and how much what you're doing works for other people that you've worked with, it's a whole other animal when you start trying to implement those kinds of ideas and philosophies with people that you're related to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, because you're that person that they grew up with, right. That they, you're, you grew up with them and um, I, you know, getting back to the specifics though, like I, I just, I try to wake up as early as I can max um, and, and, you know, just to run through like a normal day. Uh, I try to go get up between four and five lately. It's been like five thirty six, Uh, and I, and I try to grind out as much work as I can. If there, if I wake up at like four thirty, four o'clock, uh, I'll go for a run usually like two, three, four, five miles. Uh, it hasn't happened a whole lot lately. Spoiler alert, but it happened. You know, I try my best, uh, to make it happen. Uh, if I can get to sleep early, I'm at the shop by eight o'clock. So I'm there till five. Um, one thing I, I try to make sure I do is, uh, I, I get, you know, I take an hour for lunch. I, I try to fill my mind. Uh, I, like I try, I, I want to get work done in that hour. Like I'd love to shoot, um, you know, video and maybe do some editing and get some other work done. And I've done a little bit of that here and there when I had some like deadlines I was trying to meet, 
but for the most part, it's really hard to, 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 cause it's only an hour and I get, I usually have to drive to wherever I'm going to go eat. So it like, it's not a full hour and it just isn't very efficient. Um, so I, like I go, I, I, I try to get as much self time as I can to like yeah. reset myself, go, you know, go back to work. Uh, I'm there till five usually. And, and, and usually I forgot to mention this. Uh, on the on the way to work at like you know seven twenty seven thirty, I'm scheduling phone calls with people, uh, and then on the way home from work from five to five thirty, I'm scheduling calls with people, so that I'm trying to fill in that time as well because I'm just I'm driving back and forth to the shop. Then I get home. It's the kids. It's the the dinner, bath, bed, book. Maybe go outside you know do something with the kids a little bit before they go to bed get them in the get them in the bath get them off the bed then it's calls like this uh it's in in general i try to schedule calls because uh by this point i'm kind of like fried to like sit down and like do any kind of writing or do any kind of work unless i had some editing work you know video editing i can generally try to do um and then it's it's eventually it's off the bed on the weekends a little bit different i try to wake up about the same time uh, in the morning, like five, six, usually five or 6 a.m. on the weekends, uh, get work done until about 8, 8, 8.30, then spend time with the family, uh, unless I have something scheduled. Like this Saturday, I'm going to be filming uh, an episode of my TV show, so I'll be out of the house by like 5.30, and I won't be back until probably like whenever, 7 o'clock, 8 p.m., 9 uh, at night. And, and yeah, so, but usually it's the weekends I try to leave for them, but if we go somewhere, like if we go to the, on the shore and, and it's like, takes like an hour, hour and a half to get there. Like I'm, I'm in the passenger seat. I got my laptop. I got my iPad. I'm doing work. I'm answering emails. I'm doing, you know, anywhere I can like fit extra stuff in, that's where I'm doing it. Um, but yeah. as like I said, you got to try to like create the U time. Cause if you don't create the U time, <laughs> it, it, it just, it starts to, it starts to get really meticulous yeah. and like anxious. Yeah. Get anxious. yeah. I'm going to reference one of my books here and, and it's not the cookie. Um, I talk about modern meditation and it sounds like you, you do a lot of thinking when you're, when you're driving, running, showering, doing, doing repetitive tasks that don't require a lot of concentration. So, um, all right, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna make this easier on you now. We're gonna go to something that I know is is something that, you know, is a and, and but I do appreciate you sharing your schedule with us because it's one of my least favorite questions when hosts ask me about it, uh, because I'm not a real routine person. I need to get better at routines and systems. But let's uh, let's go to something much easier. Why don't you tell people the the origin of MapCon and some of the things that's going to happen at it this year, and um, maybe. Uh, give people the URL if it's different so that uh, we can get some more tickets sold to that puppy. So thank you, Max. I, I appreciate that. I know you've been in uh, to two map cons now. No, I went to DreamCon and MapCon oh, last year. and MapCon last year. Okay. I, for some reason, I felt like you went to MapCon and then MapCon again, but you're coming this year, right? Yes. Yeah. Bam. All right. So MapCon is the Mid-Atlantic Podcast Conference. It takes place September 6th and 7th. It's in Atlantic City this year in the incredible location of the Ocean Resort Casino overlooking the Atlantic Ocean. It is incredible. I've been there several times. You got to check it out um, and you got to come to MapCon. So it's uh, for podcasters, by podcasters. It's, it's, it's the number one. For, if you're looking for learning about more creativity to add it to your podcast, if you're looking for community building for your podcast, if you're looking to monetize your podcast, if you're looking to start a podcast, if you're looking to take your podcast to the next level, anything to do with the podcasting world, you got to be at MapCon. Uh, it, we're, we have uh, some awesome prizes for our creative podcast workshop where you team up with three other podcasters and build your own podcast in 25 minutes uh, and be judged. And the, the winning team receives, you know, each person on the winning team receives a whole microphone kit to get started. Headphones, microphone, mic arm. Uh, you, 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 all the like great podcasters, Hall of Fame podcasters come to MapCon, uh, as well as startup podcasters. And the great thing is, Max, and you, you can attest to this, everybody's in one room. So you are rubbing elbows with these people. You're getting to joke with these people. You're getting to know these people throughout the conference. It's not a, like a bunch of rooms and you're being shuffled from room to room and you're not really getting to meet the, you know, the, the, some of the biggest names in podcasting. 
up close and personally. I, I agree with you totally. I recently was telling somebody about MapCon, and I told them that I think it's going to be the, the largest audience that I will have spoken to so far as, a, as a, my speaking career continues to develop because most places you go, they break the total audience up into three or four or more what they call tracks, yep. which means that you're all going to separate rooms. And at MapCon, you know, it's, everybody's going to be in one room. And the other thing is, is I can also attest to the fact that it's a place where you can build relationships. There's a very uh, community vibe to the whole event. And you didn't even mention the best part about your podcasting school that y'all put on, was it Friday morning or Friday afternoon? Friday morning, yeah, before MapCon even starts. Uh, so if you buy a premium ticket, uh, you come at 9 a.m. On, on September 6th, Friday, and me and my very, very close and dear friend, Samantha Riley, all the way from Australia, Sydney, Australia, is going to be in the house uh, teaching you how to elevate your podcast. So monetizing it, turning it into your business, upgrading your equipment, upgrading your, your software, your workflow. Uh, between the two of us, we have over 10 years of podcasting experience uh, and business experience uh, somewhere in like the 50 year range. So yeah, it's, I'm going to be there yeah. too. Oh, you're going to, you're going to be there. Yeah, I'm going to be there. I enjoyed that last year. That was, that was some of the, the most fun I had last year was sitting in on your podcasting school. And it was, uh, and, and the thing is, is that no matter what part you're, no matter where you're at in your journey as a podcaster or a business owner, you can always learn something new, especially if you're sitting down listening to people who have done it better than you have. And, you know, Samantha Riley is really killing it with her podcast um, and her Facebook community. And I missed getting to meet her two years ago when she was supposed to come to DreamCon. So I definitely got. Uh, to be oh there. yeah, I forgot she was supposed to come here. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. So she's gonna be in the house. Uh, there's so so many great people are gonna be there, um, including Hall of Famer Todd Cochran, who's the CEO of Raw Voice Blueberry uh, Podcast Hosting. Yeah. So you, you you gotta you gotta get there. Uh, tickets are not very expensive. Flights you fly into Philadelphia or Atlantic City Airport and drive or take the train. Uh, down to Atlantic City or take a cab, it would be a bit expensive. But yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, 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 gotta be there. Um, you yeah, go to midatlanticpodcast.com. And in fact, Max, if you want, uh, if you type in MapCon5 uh, at, for a promo code when you go to register, uh, you will get, I think it's 15% off of your plus or premium ticket. All right. Well, that's good to know. So MapCon, M-A-P-C-O-N 5, the number 5, yep. when they check out over at midatlanticpodcast.com and they get 15% off of their ticket, regardless yep. of which ticket they buy. Uh, well, if they buy a general ticket, they, there's no discount for a general ticket. Oh, okay. Because so the general good. ticket's already like the base, like it's as low as I can make it. All right. Well, what is it? Yeah, I mean, let's... Go ahead. I mean, unless the number is going to change as we get closer, but I mean, they, what is it currently? It, it will. It will continue to change. Uh, I think the. Uh, I'm pulling it up right now. I can't. Um, let me see here. I think it's like one. It's one seventy-five to four hundred. So depending on which ticket you buy, it's starting at one seventy-five. Uh, yeah, don't but, forget that ticket includes food. Yeah. So that's the other thing. We we make sure we include food and headshots. So the there will be professional headshots taken uh, by Jeanette Pellegrini. She's awesome. She's been our photographer for five years now. Uh, comes all the way out of Long Island. It's like over a three hour trip. Absolutely love her. She'll be there taking your your head uh, taking headshots. And food is included on Saturday for lunch. So you can mingle with all the podcasters in one area. You don't have to like run off and and all that stuff. So, and if you sign up for the premium, uh, the, the elevate your podcast course, lunch is included. So it's nine to 12 and then 12, we do a lunch and then one o'clock the conference starts. So you, you're getting extra time with the, with the group. Um, yeah, it's, it's a, to me, it's, it's a not bad deal, especially if you take 15% off the ticket. Right. And, uh, a full a full lineup of speakers that are gonna that are going to share like some incredible knowledge and experience with you, including yourself. Yeah, including myself. Although um, right this minute, I've still got to work on my talk, but that's kind of the thing. You you you've known me long enough to know that um, that's kind of the way I do it. So, yep. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, except this time I promise I'm gonna. This time I'm going to make it to the time limit. I'm not going to have to do Q and A again. I'm, it's uh, a. <laughs> but if you if you wish, you can get money down against me. But I'm, but that's my goal. Um, I have actually reached out to our friends uh, Chip and Pam Edwards, and Pam has offered to work with me on my on my talk. Um, and even she's going to try to help me do where I can do a PowerPoint or you know do a do slides with my talk, which. I've never even attempted for anybody else, but but for you, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to, you know, I am looking. A, forward it could be a horrible train wreck, but we're going to go for it. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Oh. Oh. yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to it too. And that's medicpodcast.com, and and uh, I'm really happy to continue to watch your progress because. You know, uh, what was it, three years ago, the first time we met, I was actually reaching out to you to find out about the conference instead of your show. And so it's, uh, MapCon is really what brought us together to begin with. It's really been really been cool watching it grow, and I can't wait to see how many people show up and, and what, the, what the impact you have on all these people is this year. I, I really appreciate that, Max. I, uh, I, I'm so glad that, that you reached out and, uh, wanted to, I think, I think you reached out to be on my, on my show. And then I was on your show, like, I don't know, six months later or something like that, three or six months later. And then you, you, you know, DreamCon happened and you reach back and you're like, Oh, I want to be in DreamCon. Let's go. <laughs> and, and I'm so glad you did because it, you know, it, it's such a great friendship has been born since then. And, uh, I've learned so much, from you, Max, uh, about patience and, and about even about myself. Um, it's it, like I said, it's just, it's awesome to get to talk to you every time I get to talk to you. All right. So now let's, uh, I'm, I'm as a good host, I'm trying to make sure I get all the stuff in. So MapCon and your podcast, the business podcast with super Joe Pardo, which is a award-winning podcast. Um, those led to you being invited to create your own television show, for the biz tv network and i'd like you to share maybe a little more detail about how it happened and then also a little bit of the progress because it hasn't been a you know we said (laughs) yes one day and we were on tv the next day it's it's still a work in progress and i'm 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 really proud of the fact that you're you know you're continuing to move forward you're doing what you can uh and so just tell people like i said how it started and give them an update on the progress so far. And then I think you said you're going to be recording a new episode. So maybe you could mention that as well. Yeah. So it's been, uh, so it is. So what happened was, was I was supposed to speak at PodFest. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to make it to PodFest. Uh, but because my face was on the PodFest website, uh, somebody from BizTV found me and said, hey, we're looking for podcasters who want to be on our network. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, I'm really interested in the TV aspect of it because they were putting they're putting together a podcast network. And I was like, I was really interested in the TV spot, and like I was like, let's let's help small businesses grow, and and that was in February. So it's like, okay, I got to come up with the idea, like how's this going to work, and then how we're going to get the businesses. I got to get I got to get someone to work with me to shoot the video. Uh, I. I, like all the money is on my end of it. So I had to come, I had to get more equipment. I only had one camera. I, I had to get a second camera. Um, and, and I had to put all the pieces together uh, myself. So I, I had somebody I was working with. It didn't really work out after the first episode. I got somebody else. So we're working together. Um, and like I said, from February, we, we recorded in, I think, April, I want to say, like the middle of April, we recorded the, uh, right. the first episode. Yeah. And then it went live, I think like two weeks later or a week and a half later. Um, that process is, was intense for me. I had to craft the, the, um, you know, what, what is this show going to look like? What is, what's going on with it? How, how long is the show going to be? Am I going to be able to get sponsors? You know, I thought originally I was like, oh man, sponsors like this is going to be easy. I'm going to like <laughs> knock it out of the park. So it was not that easy. Um, we've reached out to literally hundreds of, 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 uh, you know, big to medium sized businesses with very limited amount of success in getting those, these, these, uh, these, these sponsorships closed. So, 
you know, I was like, you know what? Screw it. Let's just do the first episode. I got somebody on board. They were nice enough to let us in and, and do the filming. And, and we were able to help them. And it's built a great relationship. And you've become friends with her as well. And my sister's made a relationship with, with that first business owner as well as um, I think a few other people. Go ahead, uh, go ahead and mention her name because she's definitely a friend of, the, of Team yeah. Ivy. She's going to be on the show soon. So. Sandra uh, Hen- Henry, uh, I uh, you know shout out to Sandra. I I am super honored that she allowed us to to come in and film, um, and it, you know so you know it it, it it is one of those things where it's like you know I announced like hey I'm making this TV show. Part of me kind of wishes I didn't because it put a lot of pressure on me to make this happen, and and I still obviously I want it to happen, um, and we're still filming, but at a certain point I had to be like okay. So I'm getting people to, to reach out and say, hey, I want to be on the show. They're filling out the form. That's awesome. The problem is a lot of them are not in the area, right? So it's I, like the, the budget for the show is very low at this point. I've spent <laughs> a lot of the budget just getting, gathering the equipment and paying the person to help me film. Yes. Uh, so let alone like food and all that. And so, you know, the, the, the idea of, of it being on, uh, you know, in 40 markets still on board, but right now I, you know, and I, and I've talked with, um, you know, the, the director from, from this TV and I was like, Hey, look, I, I'm trying to make this happen. It's, it's not happening as fast as I want it to happen. Um, especially in the idea of like, Hey, we're going to have 26 episodes in the first season, which to me is, is, is very unrealistic at this point, unless I want to wait ye- literally years to probably see this through the first season is probably going to be like six to 10 episodes. Can we make something happen? And well, the answer was yes. That. The answer well, was yes, but yeah. I still got to get those episodes. So we have two episodes scheduled for this month, one this Saturday and one in two Saturdays from then. So we'll have, then we'll be up to three episodes. The way I see, I'm probably going to release both of those episodes onto YouTube and use it from to go back to those sponsors again and be like, hey, look, we're still doing it. It's still happening. It doesn't matter if you sponsor us or not. We don't like I don't care about the money. I want to help small businesses. I want to create and save jobs. We're going to we're making this happen. Like it, like I'm I'm editing the stuff myself. It's not I'm not going away. So help me. I out. love it. I love it, you know, because it's like, you know, it's like my, you know, it's, it's like what I tell people all the time. Are you, you know, are you stuck on the on the picture on the side of the puzzle box to the point that you can't do something just, you know, close to what you wanted to do and today and maybe do it exactly the way you want to do it tomorrow or next month? So uh, I asked you beforehand, I hope that we can actually do this without without it being a without it being a problem. But I'd love for you to play the trailer for the TV show. Okay. And then afterwards we can you know, make a call to action for people to, to fill out the form, especially if they live in the Northeast. All right. I'm going to try and share it right now here. Here we go. Ready? 28 million small businesses exist in America today. And while we may call them small, the impact they have on our daily lives is huge. They give our backyards character, uniqueness, and history. Unfortunately, Half of all new small businesses fail within their first five years. Poor management, financial setbacks, and lack of innovation all tempt us to settle for good enough, which isn't good enough. Failure means more than losing a company. Failure hurts families and damages communities in the process. It's heartbreaking. That's why I've assembled a team of experts from around the world to get struggling business owners back on track. Helping businesses rise above the stumbling blocks by focusing on their team, offer, and process, or as I like to call it, the top. Together, we will turn good enough into great. I'm Super Joe Pardo, and I'm here to take businesses to the top. and over <laughs> all right i like that um it has real presence it's a it's a very it's a very powerful video even for a guy who can't see it um <laughs> well, thank you 
And and I really think that if you wanted to, you could probably make a living if it weren't for the fact that it's probably a very competitive field in, in creating in creating uh, promos and, and commercial uh, videos like that. But uh, before I before I you know fall over myself and forget about it. What Joe needs, what he's looking for, is two things for the show. If you live in New York, well, let's say let's say Philadelphia, Southern New Jersey, maybe New York, but Baltimore, preferably- DC, as far as DC, Connecticut, like lower end of Connecticut, um, I'd be willing to travel a like, couple hours, you know, two up to two, two and a half, right, three, so three, three if, hours. If you fit in that map and you run a business, or and your business is struggling, or you, you're struggling to grow or your business is doing survive. well, but you, yeah, but you want it to do much better, then you should go to the website and fill out the form. And what's the URL? That would be superjoepardo.com slash casting. There's actually a button in the top right. If you go to superjoepardo.com, it says TV casting, right? And at least I think it still does. Let me go check. Right, uh, well, in the top right-hand corner, it should say, uh, TV, yeah, TV casting call on the top right-hand corner. All right, and while he's looking to verify that, the, yep, the second is. thing Joe is, is seeking is he's seeking businesses of all sizes that are willing to invest in the show the top as sponsors. And uh, if you are interested in that, you can go to his website and use the contact form and uh, let him mention know. Mention Max. Yeah, mention Max. Let him know that you're interested in sponsoring the show. Uh, like I say, it's it's not a matter of of you know you having to be Fortune 500 or something. He's looking for people to come along with him and to invest in this project and help him help struggling small businesses. So, if you're in doubt as to whether or not you you are 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 quite ready to be sponsoring a show, reach out to him anyway. He's a great guy. You'll have an interesting conversation. He may notice something just by talking to you that will make you feel better or make your business run better even without you sponsoring or appearing on a show. Well, thank you, Max. All right. Well, I'm just, I, I don't generally say stuff I don't believe. It keeps me out of trouble that way. <laughs> I don't have to remember stuff I'm not supposed to say again or stuff I, <laughs> stuff I said that I'm supposed to forget. You know, it's, um, you know it's, it's much easier than back when I was in the carnival business when I had to have a story when I left the house. Now I just <laughs> tell people what actually happened and that works. So, uh, but yeah, I really hope that uh, that they will reach out to you. And if you if you would mention Max or the Blind Blogger or what's your excuse, that'll certainly get you right to the front of the line because Joe does get a lot of emails, um, as most all of us I do. I do, and I'm a very slow reader, so <laughs> so, so <laughs> yeah. sometimes it's hard for me and it's, it's hard to get back to to emails super quick. But I will yeah. if yeah, you so mention Max. Yeah. So stuff that subject line. <laughs> And the first first sentence on your on your in your text area. Make sure you get you get his attention right away. But then that's something I tell people to do all the time anyway. Um, <laughs> and you know, uh, back to your first your first uh, business owner. It was uh, Sandra Henry, and her website is uh, heartfeltkeepsakes4u.com, and it's the number four, the letter U. And I mentioned her for two reasons. One, she was your first person, and second, because she's the one who designed the, the new logo for the blind blogger. So it's basically a gratitude exercise for me to mention her in the interview. So, uh, and you did a great job. Um, you basically, she's an Etsy business owner who you brought in an expert in uh, Etsy businesses to work with her via Skype. Um, you went to her home and assisted her with, uh, with streamlining her production area in her garage and, you know, maybe you could just mention some of the things that you that came out of that first episode. As far as like development for the TV show? Yeah, development for the TV show or maybe something you learned as as, you know, something you didn't realize, you know, because I imagine re- recording a podcast, even an interview podcast is different than your than doing your TV show. So maybe <laughs> maybe some aha, maybe it was just one aha moment that you had, you know, uh, you know, I thought. Um, I, I, you know, part of me thinks it was going to be easier than it was. And part of me thinks that it was going to be harder than it was, but I think going forward, it's going to be a lot easier because now we have a format, right? What came out of that whole day, that whole experience, uh, was let's like, let's build the for like kind of, let's build a formula on the fly. Like I had ideas, but I wasn't sure how they were going to work out. Um, and 
I'm really happy uh, for the most part how how it came out. So I, I think uh, I think what also came out was uh, part of the problem with working with someone else uh, was we kind of maybe drank our own Kool-Aid a little too much. Uh, <laughs> you know, we, well, we, we kept trying to look at like what other shows do and try to like figure out how, okay, we're just two people. And, and one of them's literally hosting the show uh, when these other shows have like five, six, seven crew members. And we have yeah. one crew member aside from myself. So, uh, fortunately this crew member, you know, this, this guy can, uh, you know, shoot video and edit and, and host and do all these, do these things. But, uh, it, that doesn't, it doesn't really help when you're trying to host the show and keep your, yourself focused on like, how do I help this person? Right. This is a real person. This is a real situation. And how do I, how do I make it work? Um, and Sounds like a matter of focus and mindset. It, it is. And, you know, I, I think I, I think I was kind of psyching myself out a little too much because I was trying to be like, okay, we had to film all of this in one day. And like for the most part, I still want to film everything in one day. But I think how I go about doing it, like when we film on Saturday, the goal is to get as much shot in real time that, that rather than like staging somewhat the stuff. Like that's the goal to like shoot it where it's not being staged as much. Um, so cause staging takes time. Deal. Yeah. And that's one of the things like a lot of what was shot in there. Well, some of it was authentic. Some of it wasn't, but I, I will say it was, it was really weird. Like you show up to somebody's house, you say hi to them and then I don't see them again for like an hour and a half because I'm out shoot, Like I'm out in front of the house getting like every angle of the house b-roll getting the car driving down with the drone trying not to crash the drone into the trees there was like a spot where like it was really close to the trees um you know you're trying to get all these different things and then come into the house and be like okay now we're gonna get b-roll inside the house and now it's been like two and a half hours and we haven't even i haven't even talked to her about helping her with her business she's just been talking about her business in that like first three hours four hours it, and and then it's like we're not like we're halfway through the day and i'm just starting to talk to her about her business but with that said like you could try and get the b-roll later but i think that day it was um it was supposed to rain and we got real lucky that it didn't rain uh when we were there like when we were specifically trying to shoot outside. The other thing we, we had contended with that I didn't think about was we were shooting a next door to a house that had like four dogs outside. They were all barking at the same time. <laughs> so trying to get great audio uh, next to that is a pain. Excuse me. So we had to, we kept going back inside, outside, but another thing that, came, so, so what came out of ultimately came out of it was like, look, we need to not pretend like we're six people or seven people, right? Like we need to, we need to shoot the show. Like we're two people. And really it's like one and a half, uh, one and a quarter, because I'm not, a, I'm not the other shooter. Right. And, and I think, so part of in doing that is getting some equipment that enables us to do it better. Um, using instead of like big tripods that take a lot of time to set up and stuff, uh, using like a monopod where it's like one pole with like a little tripod at the bottom that you just like flick the legs out and go. So you can easily pick it up and move it and all this other stuff. Um, I mean, there was things that got left on the cutting floor for that episode. Like there was an ep- um, part of the episode where I did the glue blocks. Like I did the, the gluing of the blocks, like what she does. Um, it wasn't as interesting as I, I, I was hoping it would be. And it got ultimately got cut because there just wasn't enough time. Cause I was trying to fit it to the format of, uh, biz TV's, uh, format. It's got like the timing schedule. So it, like things like that just get cut. But with that said, like I could totally dump that into, um, into the, the episode, like I could dump that into like the Patreon, which we do have a Patreon, which, uh, I need to do more with actually, but, but I'll probably start doing more with it now that I have like two episodes in the can, like going to be having two more episodes in the can. And, you know, with just it, it, everything kind of got like focused, like, okay, episode one's done. Finally, 
uh, or it was like, let's get to episode one. We got to episode one. Then it's like, okay, while we're doing that, we had the promo video. So like we're, we're shooting the promo video out to all these different people hoping to get some sponsorship. We go and shoot episode one. Then it's all about editing episode one. So it's like, all right, edit, 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 edit. It's done. Okay, now I'm going to hold my breath because we're going to premiere episode one. Great. Got great feedback. Okay, now sponsor, 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 sponsor. In the meantime, I'm trying to like get some people to be on the show. Um, yeah, so it's, it, you know, and now, and then, and then things just kind of went flat because I was like, okay, uh, I, I, I just ha- I happened to get two more people on board with being on the show. And, you know, I, I will say this, Max, as, uh, as you were saying earlier about like being proud of the fact that like I'm sticking with it and it's, it's happening no matter what, like it is, but it's really, really hard to sometimes keep focused of like the big picture, right? Like the big picture is, is that I'm putting this show together and I want this show to, to, to be as big as it can be going forward, right? Like, it, it, you know, I, I, like that's the goal, as big as it can be going forward. Yeah, we, um, we talked about it once that, you know, that we could see this show on, on Bloomberg or CNBC or MSNBC or something at some point down the road. That's, that's the Possibly. kind of goals that Joe has, never know. Just, just so you guys know, okay? He's, those are the kind of goals that he, that he has, and I hope I didn't embarrass you by mentioning that. But <laughs> No, but, not at all. But, but you but never know, right? Like, you, have. you just don't know. And that's one of the great parts about like, when people ask, like, oh, why do you got to pay for this stuff? Like, why do you have to pay for the show? Like, I own the show. I, I get to own all of it, right? So for yeah. me, like... I, if I wanted to take it somewhere else, I could take it somewhere else. I'm not locked into, uh, you know, one network going forward uh, or one deal going forward. So I, I don't know what the possibilities are going to be. I'm looking forward to just getting the show completed and like on YouTube. And then the next like go to is, is getting it on the biz TV. Um, you know, so those two, like getting, just getting it out there and helping people. And so many people came back to me and said, Mac or said, Joe, I got so much out of watching that for my own business and I'm going to do X, Y, and Z because of it in my own business. And like, that's, that's what it's for, right? That's, that's, that's why I'm doing this. Uh, part of why I'm doing it. So, uh, you know, so yeah, you just have to be able to keep your eye on the ball through all the, the lows and the, the extended, um, period of time that it, it happens when you're, trying to make all this happen right like i don't have a team of people like oh joe just say this and here's the script and here's the you know just get in front of the camera and oh here's the the hair makeup person and here's like this stuff (laughs) doesn't exist it's all it's all real and i love this i love this because one of the things that i talk about all the time is the number of people out there who they hide their teams or they don't admit that they're pretty much having to wear every hat because right now they don't have the they don't have the money or they don't want to bring somebody in and give them the keys to their kingdom. So, you know, a lot of cases we have people that are struggling because they think the they think the successful folks are doing it by themselves. So this is great. <laughs> I love that you're willing to share this with with the audience because it's truth. It's the way most of us are getting this done is uh, you know, the old thing, if I'm not doing it, the odds are it ain't getting done, at least in the short term. Now, ideally, the, the more you do, the, the, the more money that comes in, the more things that you can have somebody else do for you, especially if they're things that aren't critical to the quality of the show. So we're, we're all, and a lot of us are that way, you know, like uh, me personally, um, you know, my neck, I get to my next, the next goal I have for my business financially, I'm hiring somebody to deal with my social media. I don't like it. I don't enjoy it, but I do it because if I don't do it, who is, you know? And it's like, you know, it's like you with the hair, the makeup, the script, the cameras, and, uh, you know, even using a drone camera. So I don't exactly know how a drone works, but, you know, you're, you're, you're making a, you're giving a great example to people out there when you share openly that, you know, at least for now, you have to do it all. And that a lot of those people who, who are, appear like they're, you know, one man show, they really have a team. They just, the team is just behind the curtain somewhere, like from the Wizard of Oz, and they're never going to let you see all those people. Yeah, but they don't, they don't want you to, right? They want to appear like they're, uh, you know, the, the wizard. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Now, um, I don't know if I asked you, so if you don't have it, then, you know, this is all, all on me. But do you happen to have uh, maybe a little bit of video from, from show one? Uh, I do. I do. I have to pull it up. Let me, let me do that uh, while you talk. Okay. Well, I talk. Well, we know I can talk. That's good. That's, that's a good thing about it. Um, so Joe is going to try to find, he's going to try to get his video of uh, Sandra Henry, the pilot episode of the top with, uh, which stands for team offer and process. And the goal of the show is to either help businesses that are struggling so that they, uh, they do better. He helps them solve their problems or businesses that are doing well. He helps them get to that next level. Uh, and I got it for you. You got it for me? Okay. I, well, I, thankfully, I, I didn't have to kill too much time. Think. Uh, actually, no. This is okay. This is the same. Oh, man. This is the same. That's all right. I'm sorry. It's, it's, Romo, it's all, on, it's, it's all on me. We can, I can always link to that. In I, know the, it's, I know it's here. Uh, I know it's here somewhere. Yeah. I, I, thought, I thought this was it, but this is, this is definitely not it okay oh wait oh no wait is it oh no it's not it i thought it was uh hold on i i I think i know where i think i know where it's at uh finding it finding it finding it i'm glad he does this because if i had to find it on my computer i'd have to hit pause or maybe stop because it just (laughs) takes me a long time to find stuff um and then of course i have to keep it up uh, I hold on. I might I might not know where it's at actually. All I, right. well, I, just, I, I have just, one. Yeah, I know. Let's just go ahead and keep going and I can always link to that. Um, I'll keep I'll keep looking. I'll keep looking. Right. If I find it, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll 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 let yes. you know. I'm very envious of y'all people who can multitask and actually have a conversation while you're doing something else. It's it's not something I it's not something I could do. So when you were talking earlier about how it's difficult being the the host and actually directing the show while also having to help direct the camera person, I was sitting there thinking, yeah, no, I don't think, I don't think I could do that. You know, I think I'd have to have a camera person who either knew what we were going to do before we started, or I'd have to, I'd have to, you know, stop and start in order to do that because my mind just doesn't, just doesn't split tasks as well as other people's do. Um, so the biz, the, excuse me, the top show that's on, that's eventually going to be on biz TV network. We know it's going to happen. It's just a matter of when, mm-hmm. unless something even better comes along. Who knows? Netflix or Amazon could come calling. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you never know. I uh, mean, there's always those British TV networks. Some of them, some of the UK channels got better, got uh, higher, got higher viewership numbers than some of the existing UK, US channels these days. Um, so but just TV, unless something better comes along. So the, the next thing I wanted to make sure I covered because it, it fits into your, your goal of wanting to help people. Um, and, and that's the two, three, four threads. So if you could uh, tell people a little bit about where that started and, and what it's all about. And then if, uh, and I, I think I asked you before, if you had a, if you had the promo for it, I'd like uh, people to see the video if possible. For t- okay. For two, three, four threads. So how, yeah. so how, how that came about? Yes. All right. So how two, three, four threads came about was a few years ago. I, uh, wanted, well, I was creating my own t-shirts, uh, for, for my podcast and then eventually for MapCon. and, uh, how it came about was, uh, I, it was just like, Oh, um, we're like, I want to, I want an outlet for my, my artwork and the things that come out of my mind and, and they, they that kind of stuff. So I know it's a, a weird way to say it. Um, but yeah, I, I wanted to, I wanted an outlet. And so I, I eventually I bought this domain two, three, four threads and I started to put a website together and I didn't really love it. And I was just like, yeah, whatever. Um, and I just kind of put it on the back burner for a couple of years. Meanwhile, I still made t-shirts for MapCon. I made uh, a few other t-shirts uh, for here and there, but I was like, you know, I, I, I was like, I, I kind of want to bring this back. And, and I started doing research. And I was like, okay, I'm going to build this, this website to kind of fit the, the way my life rolls right now, which is a, like a three-year-old crying at the top of the stairs. If you can't hear in the background. Um, no, I actually did not hear it at all. And I got really good hearing. 
<laughs> so yeah, so this I was like, right, I'm gonna build this this uh, this website, this business, and I was like, you know, I, I want to create something that's bigger than that. So I want to create something where entrepreneurs can, because you know, the shirt side, the idea was like entrepreneurs, dreamers, and tech heads. That's who the shirts are for. Um, cause that's, that's literally me. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to create these shirts. How do I make them like rare or more meaningful? So it's like, okay, I'm going to build a crew of people. So when you buy one, you get your ticket into the, the Facebook group and you get to network with other entrepreneurs. You get access to like free courses and like Facebook lives and, and, you know, live, uh, invited to live events and that kind of stuff. And, and then I was like, well, let's, let's put something behind it. So I was like, I, I started working with uh, a friend of mine, Holly, and we started talking back and forth. And that's where it's like, oh, you know, you can, we could, you know, this idea like came up, like I could do something where we're like, we help uh, the homeless uh, build their own, start their own businesses. And we could put together like a boot camp where they come in for a day and we have services there, like, um, free haircuts, showers, clothes, food, social workers. Um, and then we bring people from the, like the crew, the people who have bought in, you know, bought a piece of apparel from two, three, four and bring them to the events. And then they can start working one-on-one with entrepreneurs uh, as well as here, you know, inspiring stories on the stage, you know, speakers and, and just kind of all put, bring it all together and then start connecting them with, you know, maybe possibly funding options, um, possibly, you know, maybe even just getting jobs from the people that are there, right? You're bringing people to the table that, that have work that needs to be done. You're bringing people to the table that need work to get out of the situations that they're in. Like it, it's just, it just works. So we're putting it all together and it all starts with a t-shirt. Uh, so the first shirt that I released was, uh, and this is actually a one of a kind cause this doesn't exist anywhere. Cause the first one we released was blue. Uh, this Mike dropper shirt was in blue with the gold lettering. Uh, and this shirt, um, has sold pretty well. It was originally the design was made for MapCon back in 2017, I think. Um, so yeah, so it, it you know, it, it's all, it's all coming together, Max. We're, we're, I'm working really hard with a couple of really smart people, uh, to help make it go faster. Uh, and, and we haven't launched the crew yet. So if you buy one now, the crew should be launching at about mid August. Uh, so if you go to two, three, four, the number is two, three, four threads.com. Uh, you can get your shirt. Each shirt is only available for seven days and then it's gone forever. So it, it's truly limited edition. <laughs> That puts a lot of strain on you as far as the creative side of it. Since uh, once this gets rolling, you got to come out with at least one shirt for every seven days. But well, yes, but we, that just because the, the like the, the, it doesn't mean a new design every seven days. But it might be a different color. It might be a different cut. It might be you know the, it's it's very specific, uh, p- a very specific piece. I see. I see. So, okay. so it's not as crazy because there's also going to be female shirts too. We haven't done one yet, but there is going to be female shirts uh, available, not at the same time as the unisex shirts, but uh, there's going to be weeks where it's like the shirt is available and it might be a previous design that that's available uh, in, in a female shirt. Okay. Have y'all picked an organization to work with as far as finding the people that y'all, y'all eventually hope to work with or will that, is that something a little far down the road right this minute? So right now that's a little down the road. Um, we're just right now I'm just focused on like how, like how do I get these shirts into as many people's hands and bringing the the best people possible together? Um, that's, that's a number one importance because without the people, without the funding, you know, all this becomes very, a bit more difficult to to do because we're trying to uh, work, you know, pick, we're going to pick cities. We're going to reach out to a bunch of nonprofits in those cities stay on those nonprofits because sometimes nonprofits are, are a little like, you know, uh, they got a lot on their plate with, with not a lot of resources to do it. Um, so we're, we're trying to work with the, you know, get with touch with them, make sure they can show up, get it all pieced together and then host these events and, and impact a lot of lives. So, um, in America, there's 554,000 plus 
homeless estimated in America. And the way I see it, if we can help just 1% start our own business or even just get a job, you know, get jobs from, you know, the people connections that we're bringing to the table, uh, that's over 5,000 jobs. That's over 5,000 businesses. Like that is a huge ripple effect. Wow. That is a, that would be a huge impact. Um, yeah, that would. And that's, and that's just, that's just people experiencing homelessness, right? That's not including, uh, the people who are, are in struggling situations where they're on the brink of losing their house. They're on the brink of, you know, it being in a really bad spot, uh, that could absolutely fill the, fill this role that, you know, of, of somebody that needs, that needs help. Yeah. And they can find out more at three, at two, three, four threads.com. Or is it dot com? No, dot com. We'll have a, yeah. we have, we're going to, I'm going to start a 503C or 5013, whatever it is. I think it's 503. Yeah, 503. C1 or something like that. Anyway, yeah. we're going to start a nonprofit <laughs> based around it uh, in the coming months or so to help uh, support that and be able to apply for grants that we can help use those grants to get them in the hands of the people who are starting these businesses. So, uh, and as well as getting donations from major organizations that want to get involved. So we're, we're, we're just trying to bring as many people to the table and it all starts with something that is just an outlet from, for artwork, for things in my head. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I've, I've, I've seen that on a lot of people's Twitter profiles. I write the stuff that's in my head or I create the stuff that's in my head. So I don't think you're, I don't think you have to worry about that. I think you're probably in pretty good company as far as expressing your, your, yourself as far as what, where it all comes from. So, and, uh, and there are just so many different uh, versions of shirts y'all could use. Um, and there's lots of other merchandise y'all could substitute for if, if you got to a point where, you know, just one month you wanted to do something different or, you know, uh, so i I'll be interested to see how it all works out. Um, I applaud your your effort and your your uh, your attitude to want to help people, and hopefully, somebody that you know that is watching this now, or as you say, uh, years down the road from now, will will want to be part of it. Uh, so, um, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about, or that I mentioned that I was going to ask you about? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, uh, there, I mean, there's plenty else. I mean, if you're, you know, if you're, if you're, thinking, you know, I do do coaching and consulting. That's the main, the main business, which is two, three, four solutions. Um, and you know, there's, uh, you know, working with people, it's just, you know, it's all about helping people and that that's really what it's about. Um, and, and I, I really believe that through business, I can help the most amount of people that I'm able to help because the ripple effect of people ha- being able to obtain more money, being able to hire more people uh, has just a, a huge ripple effect on everything that we do here, in Amer- at least in America. Uh, and, but I, I really, um, you know, I, I, I have a long history of business and that's, that's what I'm trying to use uh, to my advantage. Okay. Well, um, I've been enjoying talking with my friend, uh, Joe Pardo, AKA super Joe. You can find him at superjoepardo.com. He's the host of MapCon business podcast with super Joe, the top show coming to the biz TV or some other network very soon. And now two, three, four threads. So, uh, you definitely should head over to his website and check him out and, uh, and see if there is some way that uh, you, you could help or support him and one of his, one of his goals and missions. And he is, uh, and who knows, he may offer you some, uh, some advice or some encouragement in the process. So is there one thing you would like to tell people before we end Joe? Uh, you know, I, I think it's really, I think, I think it's a blessing and a curse, Max being being of the the mindset of wanting to do it all and create it all i mean i've created music i've created you know artwork i've created books i've created spoken word podcasts and video and uh i, I i'm on the ver- like i pretty much consider myself an uh, more almost more of an artist than an entrepreneur uh to a certain extent and 
I, I think that if, if you're listening to this and you're thinking like, wow, you know, I, I want to be able to do X, Y, and Z, um, you know, start with just wanting to do X and then figure out why, but making sure that the Y has a Y behind it that you want to get kept behind like the W A T W H Y. Um, and, and have them all interconnect, right? Like you have to be able to see the vision, right? That's not up to other people to be able to see it necessarily. Um, and it's, it's a very difficult process because, you know, when I was getting started, like, no, I didn't even really know anybody that was doing, you know, online business and, and all that kind of stuff. Like everything I had learned from was effectively, you know, brick and mortar over the counter relationship building, that kind of stuff um, in, in the trucking, in the truck parts world. So, you know, to know, um, to, to get to know so many amazing people in five years, like yourself, Max, it, it's just, it's just an honor. Like, you know, I, I, uh, I'm very fortunate to be able to get to, to have people like you in my corner and, and be able to learn from it, you know, and, uh, and now to get to, to, to take it back to my family's business and, uh, help them through, through growing, uh, a business that was literally in the toilet, um, just a couple of years ago and, and continuing to grow it into its own either franchise or co-op, uh, situation like that is, it's, I, I like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know of any great way uh, to explain it. I don't. I don't know. Like you don't, don't get. I think you have to explain. It. I think people can feel it. I think you. I think people are definitely going to feel um, the emotion that you have in, tied up in helping businesses, whether it be your family's business, your own personal business, or uh, people like me who you happen to meet during the course of your of your of your journey. So, uh, I really appreciate you coming on the show. Um, if you. Hang on just a minute here. I want to go ahead and and, and uh, record the end of my show, and then maybe we can maybe we can talk for a few more minutes before you have to go help to put bed. the child to bed. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the first episode of What's Your Excuse since I took the plunge with the help of Michael Babcock at YourOwnPay.com and the tech people at Blubbery.com to go back into doing audio for three years. All I was posting was video to YouTube and Facebook. I appreciate those who supported and encouraged me and wondered, Hey Max, when is your podcast going to be where I can listen to it on my phone or my tablet or while I'm doing other stuff. So I'm getting back there. There's still a few more bells and whistles that have to be added to the, to the website and to the podcast. But uh, when I decided I was going to do my first new episode audio as well as video and have a, and have my first guest to restart my podcasting life. I knew I had to have you on the show, Joe, so thank you very much for that. And people, y'all can find me at theblindblogger.net. That's where you can buy my books. That's where you can hire me to get you exposure by connecting you with podcast hosts, radio shows, and virtual summits. Uh, and it's also where you can purchase inspirational, motivational merchandise in the What's Your Excuse store. So, I appreciate your continued love and support. I couldn't do it without you guys out there online. Uh, and until next time, thank you. God bless you and take care out there. We couldn't do it without you, Max. <laughs> For real. <laughs>